Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, 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 welcome to the Fox Across America Game Ball presentation ceremony. It was a banner week on the show in terms of guests. We had Vivek Ramaswamy, who was, of course, a candidate for president of the United States and the Republican Party. He made his debut on the show. I thought he was outstanding. Shannon Bream was on. She burnt it down to the ground. Emily Campagno, Tommy Laren. It was just an embarrassment of radio riches. But the truth is, I'm going to go out on a limb this week and give the game ball to a Democrat. Uh, Kevin Walling, who was a strategist on Biden's 2020 campaign, Stopped by to react to the news that Biden is running again. That's right. We've been offered a second cruise on the Titanic. Congratulations. But Walling engaged in a good faith back and forth, an old school political talk show where like I had views, he had views, we had jokes, a good time was had by all. If everyone in the media could execute a talk show with the level of cool that we do, because I tell you this all the time, I'm not particularly talented. I'm just kind of a cool dude. I don't mean cool like people want to be like me. I just mean cool like I'm easy to be around. And if everybody in media knew how to do what me and Walling do in this interview, gosh, the world would be so much better. All right, I'm going to tear my rotator cuff patting myself on the back. So let me just use it while I still can to give the game ball to the lovely and talented Kevin Walling. You see him all over the Fox News channel. Uh, He did work on the Biden 2020 campaign, but he is here to work on your ears right now, girlfriend. Kevin Walling is in the house. The crowd goes wild. You can literally, you can't pause even for hear us talk. Oh, yeah. hey, we got chicken wire up over the stage, though. There's some <laughs> bottles being thrown. We talk across the aisle on this show, Kevin Walling, and it's good to see you. It's the it's best. I love these conversations. All right, so there. The last time you were on, you had gotten engaged. That's okay. true. You and had, we're still engaged. You had gotten engaged. Out. You and your man had gotten engaged. Yeah. And I think that's fabulous. Have you set a date yet? Uh, we have two twenty four twenty four. Ooh, so this is legit. This is a thing now. This I, is a thing. I'm locked two, in. There's two, but there's two types of engagements, and this is not unique to anyone's sexual orientation. I know this. Okay, there's an engagement ring, and then there's also something I call. Just bear with me. A shut the. F- upbring you know what i'm saying where it's like you've been dating someone a while yeah they've had friends that got engaged that were dating like years shorter than you were you're gonna get killed in your sleep if you don't eventually get engaged this this was a quick engagement uh we'd mm. only been together a year but when you know, oh so you, know. you guys really thought this through yeah no, well, no, nice. oh, no one's getting any younger here thank you this hair isn't getting any thicker so let's make it <laughs> let's make it happen is that how marriage works in the gay community yeah, you're, you're racing a hairline you have it you have an expiration date in the gay community <laughs> <laughs> Mine is rapidly approaching. Uh, Alex is fine. He's got many more years. But yeah, Alex has got time. But Kevin yeah. 
telling was he was racing the clock. You know, like the movie Speed? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I got to keep that bus over keep 50. Keep that bus going, baby. <laughs> With Good. gas prices the way they are, too. Oh. oh, my God. Well, don't worry. Pretty soon your party's going to force electric vehicles on all of us. Hey, we've got some solar buses out there, I'm sure. Yeah, they're here and there. This is the problem with the so I don't care what you run the bus on. The problem is not what's powering the bus. It's what's on the bus. That's probably true. As someone who That's takes mass true. transit in New York City all the time, <laughs> I wouldn't care if the if the subway was powered by dreams. If I was <laughs> if I wasn't the only guy wearing pants on it, you know what I mean. So the issue is not the power; it's the personnel when That's it comes true. to mass transit. That's you true. Took power with cars. Um, let me ask you a question about Biden relaunching yesterday. This is my interesting question. Yeah. Okay. We all you've probably been asked on a thousand TV shows about the seventy percent don't want him to run again. But I can itemize that number because, you know, when you hear 70 percent don't want to run, that doesn't mean Democrats aren't going to vote for him. Totally. You know, they don't want to. You might not want him to run, but if he does it, you know what I'm saying? It's a choice election. Exactly. It's two two in the morning in the bar. You might not have walked in, you know, with your eyes on, okay, whatever. I don't want to describe her or him (laughs) in your case. I don't you know, it doesn't matter. But the point is the option becomes the option at 2 a.m. But here's my question about the age thing. It's very interesting to me. Okay, which is obviously... I'm probably breaking ground and bringing up his age. I know no one ever does that, so bear with me here. He's a spring chicken. Uncharted. <laughs> He's a spring chicken that just happens to be on an assembly belt at a Purdue farm. <laughs> He's a spring chicken. With those aviators. With barbecue sauce on him. Um, does the age of the GOP nominee matter right now to you as someone who's like a Well, that's a good question. I mean, mm-hmm. when Donald Trump was elected, we forget this. He was the oldest elected president ever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we didn't see this wall-to-wall coverage about the age issue with Donald Trump. And I think that necessarily goes out the window if he's the nominee. Yeah. He's going to be 78 on Election Day. Well, that, well, Joe Biden's going to be 81, I think, on Election Day. I mean, uh, yeah, try- It's a three-year difference or four-year difference mm-hmm. when you're that age. Well, I, I think people would argue, though, that Trump looks more um, robust fit. in his age. <laughs> not fit. fit. I can't argue fit. <laughs> Healthy? I can't argue fit. Is not, that's you know, news to me. That's the one thing. If you're going to make the health argument, Trump, I'm like, <laughs> you might not want to do a daily photo op at McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> like maybe do one exactly. The market. No, no. But I think, I think the perception is more of Biden, you know, being in a state of cognitive decline. I'm not a doctor. I can't diagnose sure. him. Whereas Trump is just more known more as like a hothead who's tweeting and truth socialing. But my question is, if there is a world, because the reason like Asa, Anasa Hutchinson is in there, sure. the reason Nikki Haley or Tim Scott is ultimately going to be in there, is I don't think any of them has designs on beating Trump. I think there's this outside thought that Trump might not even be in the race by January of next year if he's been indicted three times. Now, I don't know that Trump would walk away under any circumstance. Yeah. But and he can vote, still run for, of course for he president could. from jail. Of course, of course yeah. he could. But I think the reality of how much this, this race could change overnight could leave us in a place come January, February of next year where you're looking at a Republican nominee that's presumably 30 years younger than Biden. At that point, are you concerned about his age? No, because I think we'll take the fight to, to whomever, but 18 months is a, an, an eternity in politics yeah, yeah, for in sure. terms of those dynamics, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, I you know I think you know I've seen the president up close and personal. I think part of the problem, I think, with the narrative with Biden's age uh, is the gaffes issue. And that's been going on for 50 years. It was years. going on when he was he 50. He stumbled. Yeah. You know, he's talked openly about the stuttering and stuff like that. And I think we have a perception in this country to, to interpret that stuttering uh-huh. as some kind of decline or but, something like that. When if you go back to his Senate, uh, you know, Senate speeches uh-huh. in the 70s and 80s, he stumbled over words and things like that. Now, so I think that's the, more on Are display. these the original speeches or the plagiarized speeches? <laughs> no comment. Kevin Walling taking <laughs> shots. Uh, do you think, though, the White House— on any level is playing into this by limiting his media exposure the way they do. 
Well, I don't know if they're necessarily limiting their media exposure. I think, you know, you have a give and take with the press corps. They always want – they would love daily press conferences with the president. They would want that with yeah. Donald Trump, who was a ratings boost to all of those Well, he would give it to them, like too, that. though. That's Certainly. The I mean, he would answer questions Anything. more off the cuff and helicopter visits and stuff like that. But I think what you're seeing is a concerted effort to almost bring the presidency back to where it was, right? It was much more controlled during the Obama administration, much more controlled during the Bush administration, right? Really tailored press conferences, meet and greets – those kinds of things, and Trump threw it out the window, and now now that's our imp- impression of what the the White House and the president should be, and I think it's just more of a return to what it was in the past. Ooh, Kevin Walling says defense wins championships, and Amen. That this White House just happens slow, to know steady that. wins the race. But I would go out on a limb and say they're more defensive minded. Uh, under this president. But you're not wrong to say the presidency never looked like the one Trump gave I, us. I think they were pretty defensive with George W. Bush, too, in so? terms of some, some of the stuff. You know, Dana Perino is a friend of ours. I think oh, yeah. she had a lot of work to do to clear up some there. of the comments and stuff like that. Well, Trump was the opposite. Trump was, I always say this to people, he gave us the first OnlyFans presidency. He showed you everything. Whether <laughs> you wanted my subscription to, whether back. Whether you wanted to see it or not, he was going to show you that corner of the presidency. Kevin Walling is in studio what do you make of the uh, the scuttlebutt that Gavin Newsom hasn't canceled his weekly Manny Petty and he's still trying I mean, to say funky fresh? I mean, Gavin has been running for president since he was mayor of San Francisco. Yeah. So I think, you know, when you have designs on that, nothing's going to stop you. But he, you know, he sent out a really great email yesterday. I'm on his mailing list. I don't know how I got on there, but he was super supportive of the president. The president campaigned for him uh, during his you know, recall uh, campaign. Oh, listen, uh, anybody really effective. Anyone willing to set foot in California right now? <laughs> I was just there last week. It's great. Listen, I was I in Palm there. Springs. It's it has. Beautiful. Listen, there are plenty of places. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm laughing. I don't think you spent time in Compton, probably, oh, on that me. trip. Oh, I okay. go to Randy's Donuts. All I right. go everywhere. All right. No, no, I got real street cred. Like, okay. we get into it. We, I've been to every Roscoe's. Uh, <laughs> if you come by my office, I'll show you the pictures you of Lincoln at all the Roscoe's. <laughs> Do you know Lincoln's, at, at the first Roscoe's he ever went to in Englewood, it meant a lot to him because he was like nine years old. Yeah, yeah. A man in a urinal referred to him as white bread. There you go. And he appreciated it. <laughs> the guy was- he's, ter- he's ready for prison should that ever happen. <laughs> this is the kind of- Lincoln, stay listen, on the up and up. <laughs> kind of quality parent I am. Lincoln was nine years old at the time. He went to the bathroom on his own, and he came back to the table, and he goes, somebody asked me, what are you doing in here, white bread? <laughs> That's amazing. What a good life experience. He's ready for anything. Chicken and waffles. You had me at chicken and waffles, Kevin Walling. Um, let me ask you this then, okay, because Asa Hutchinson jumped in mm-hmm. today. Vivek Ramaswamy's coming by. Did I know. he announce today? I know, it's weird. God he did. He jumped in. It was Arkansas. weird. Yeah. yeah, I know. So former governor of Arkansas. He's in the race now. You get DeSantis in the race. DeSantis is in the race. Mm-hmm. Once you see the PACs airing the commercials, you can't really sidestep the question anymore. You're just you know, prolonging the date. Scott with an exploratory committee means he's in the race. My question is, as a Democratic guy, as a Democratic strategist for Joe Biden in the previous campaign, do you have a favorite Republican you want to run against? Uh, I mean, I, I, there's some great people that are running, right? So, you know, Alex Such a and I diplomat. split our time between South Carolina and D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've gotten to know a bunch of these folks. You know, Alex is at Nikki Haley's kickoff, for example. Um, I think she, you know, she's a great candidate for the right. I, I want a more diverse Republican Party. I want a party that harkens back to Ronald Reagan and strength overseas and kind of li- more limited government. Okay. Taking on these, like, banning books and— Attacking right. trans give it, folks. Give, give it, like, we're not attacking you know. trans folks. I want to clarify that, yeah. Kevin Walling. Hold on now. Okay. The re- official Republican position, and I think this is very difficult right now to have legit political discourse. Me and you do it pretty well. Um, the official Republican position is we don't care what anyone over the age of 18 wants to do with their body. 
but we do feel like it's being forced on children at a younger age, and we don't appreciate that. We don't want sure. we don't want anyone to usurp parental authority. When you hear things like sanctuary states for kids who want to transition, we won't tell the parents. We don't like that. Sure. Okay. No, I, but I, it's not anti. Totally it's not anti-trans. But I think everything that's what's so hard right now is everything is framed as anti-trans. Yeah. You know, like they'll say, you know, we're denying transgender children health care, which I think the connotation of that is if a transgender kid gets the flu, we're like, nope. You're well, on your own. Uh, but so, that's not healthcare. We're talking about gender affirming is listen, how it's I agree, sold. I agree with you on the kids front, right? Okay. And the parents absolutely have a role in that and they should be fully engaged on that on that front. I think it's problematic in what we're seeing in some of these states from some of the radical right folks are all out bans on medical treatment no matter the age. And but we've seen bills but when you talk about medical Republicans I'm, I'm going to let you finish your on point. That front. But, but medical treatment again sounds like medical treatment. Like Johnny broke Transitioning his arm. treatment. Yeah. yeah. Which and is medicine. I got to be honest. As someone who's watched a kid develop, mm-hmm. okay, I, I'm not in favor of the government telling you anything, okay? But the government's been Amen. telling us plenty, okay? I mean, we could do vaccines alone forever, but stick with me, okay? Yeah. As someone who's watched a kid develop, I can tell you that who you are is five are, is not who you are at six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, or 12. So I'm not on board with anyone granting a kid the autonomy to make a permanent physical, surgical, life-altering decision that will require more surgeries and more medicine. Sure. But I think there's a lot of people in the medical community that can show you and me research that says we should be doing this, but there's a lot of money to be made off doing it, and that's where my skepticism comes in. Listen, I don't think it's a moneymaker necessarily. I think it's—I want government out of that whole process, right? I want parents very much involved in that process, but I don't think a government—and spend some time in these state legislatures— and the kind of people that run for the state legislature yeah. that are not medical experts, that's not the role of government. Let doctors decide with the parents. Don't ban parents from that process. But let's not have government intrude on all-out bans on medical treatment for kids you know, that are 18 uh-huh. right, or younger. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. I think it's just a slippery slope, and just government doesn't have a role in that. Parents certainly do. Kids certainly do. And the doctors do. But get, the, get some of these wacko... Mm -hmm. Uh, state legislators with no experience that don't even have kids many cases, get them out of the process. You know, get government out of that. What Government shouldn't be dictating medical procedures. No, I I give you that. Give give them the option. I give you that all day. And the parents can say no, right? Kevin Walling in studio, he wants Bud Light in charge of your child's health (laughs) care. He just basically said it in a roundabout way. I just opened up a can right here. (laughs) He's chugging them. He's got a The official beverage of Fox Across America, Bud Light. What Jimmy won't tell you, listeners, <laughs> he's got oh, a cold blue one right here. I don't think anyone. Any, I don't think anyone wonders if I'm drinking or not during the show. I think they're all convinced that I am, or I'm moved on to something stronger. Uh, so give me this, okay? Yeah. Who do you think is the would be the toughest Republican to beat? Who do you think would be the easiest? Uh, Trump is the easiest, right? Because we've done it before. We just did it two years ago. Some eight million more Ameri- uh, Americans voted for the alternative. I think again, Nikki Haley is tough. Tim Scott is tough. Anytime you can appeal to the suburban folks mm-hmm. and bring back kind of the more compassionate conservatism, uh-huh. and we're seeing it on display on the abortion issue. I think Republicans are having a really tough time navigating. Haley's that the one trying right to push now. the definition. Doing, yeah. yeah. So she was doing that yesterday with that that speech mm-hmm. that you gave. I think it was like the Susan B. Anthony mm-hmm. Association or whatever it is. Um, uh, so I think anyone who can do that effectively, talk about crime, bring more suburban folks, not just women, but also men to the fold, because mm-hmm. crime is uh, a key issue, um, and do it in a compassionate way, that's dangerous for the Democrats. Yeah. I, 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 right now, as it stands, 
And she's been on the show. She's pretty funny. She gave me a hard time about my wardrobe, which I enjoyed. I remember. I think I was on just you know, yeah, shortly yeah, like right after, after her. her. Yeah. She's a good egg. Um, I think the way it stands right now is everybody, because we are such prisoners of the moment in the 24-hour news cycle that's so omnipotent in our lives, mm -hmm. everybody always thinks the political movement moment we're living in is the only one we'll ever inhabit. Yeah. So everyone on the right's like, oh, Trump's got it. It's over. He's the nominee. It's funny because I saw Chuck Todd do this to Chris Sununu the other day. Sununu from New Hampshire had said uh, on multiple occasions, I don't think Trump will be the nominee. So Sunday, Chuck Todd, like, pistol whipped him with a montage. Like, here's you saying you won't be the nominee on five occasions. What do you say now? Yeah. I'm like, dude, what I say now is it's uh, April 25th. <laughs> exactly. And they don't start Things voting until yeah. January. Yeah. It's really weird how everyone is so stuck in the moment. Totally. And he could very well be the nominee. I have no idea. But that's the part of this I think is so crazy is that not a lot of people are dealing in perspective. Totally. That's kind of our superpower. Yeah. Half the audience wants us both dead at this point for this. <laughs> We're just going to we drink our Bud Lights in peace over but here. But we did have <laughs> Walling. All right, that's enough out of Walling. <laughs> Kevin Walling, we'll do it again. I love it. All right, rock and roll. Can't that, wait. That's going to do it for the Fox Cross America Game Ball presentation ceremony. We are back here Monday live, and we are not messing around. I may have a face tattoo from the D.C. Correspondence Dinner, but you don't have to worry about that because it's radio. See you then. The Will Cain Show is now dropping five episodes a week. Join Fox & Friends weekend host Will Cain as he tackles the latest headlines from his unique perspective, along with thought-provoking interviews with leading figures and live calls from viewers and listeners. Listen wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.